What's up, everyone? This is V, aka Vernon English. This is the moving podcast now. I'm just from my garage, word to Mark Marin, to wherever I am in life. It's pretty much where I'm going to record at. <laughs> and if you hear any knocking in the background, that's my son. And um, yeah, that that's his uh, heartbeat. But yeah, we're all good. Family, all good. Chilling. Shouts out to anybody on the LA. Uh, West Coast tip. Shouts out to anybody in their own podcast. I'm actually excited to be doing this uh, in multiple places, but it's actually a cool thing to get feedback from others, and they let me know, you know, the podcast, what it was that I was doing wrong, and, you know, these little tidbits and cues and things that I need to add on and make better. Constructive criticism is always good, and you can always tell the bruised ego Versus somebody who's always open and new uh, for, I guess, advancing and, and kind of like pushing themselves as an artist and a sense of maturity. I personally, I love it. You can also, oh, but before I go on my spill, you can find me on Amazon.com. You can find me on Discord. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Apple. All these multi-platforms. And with more platforms to come, I'm pretty much branching out now. So anyone also, if you don't know what this podcast is, this is Spikey Bebop, S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P, and this is a writer's room. So if you're a writer, you either know a writer or you know someone creatively that has this creative bug and they can't quite shake it. And you want to put them in the, this realm or just just send them my way. And we'll have the proverbial imaginary conversation about what it takes to be a writer and an artist. Now, now that we've got this all established and you know who I am, uh, yeah, basically hit the subscribe button. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. Uh, life changes so many different ways. And I'm not going to say uh, this entire podcast, but... I love how life presents things to me in the most uh, financial, not financial, but the fanatical fashion, whereas my wildest imaginations would never come up with half of the things that I see on a daily basis. And that's pretty much the template and where I began. And obviously I've had my influence from anime, comic books, manga, but I look at those things as like an advancement. It's not so much a deterrent I kind of look forward it or look forward to being pushed and how everyone else is utilizing their imaginations to further their own visions and things I can never even conceive of i.e. T'Challa and Black Panther shots out to I forgot I'm pretty sure if it wasn't Jack Kirby or Stan Lee who created uh, Black Panther I'm pretty sure a couple other different people have done so. But just to give a fun fact of this character, that he comes from a different country from Africa, that's technologically advanced, existed outside of time and space, and kind of mirroring American history, or rather world history. Now, I'm curious as to seeing what will happen when this film releases, and you know the response a lot of people have been upset and up in arms about the representation that marvel slash disney has been taking for some time 
no, no, I am not one of those reviewers. I'm not one of those angry people who will go out and then just berate build multi-billion dollar companies and I, as if I sit on the chairman of the board and making decisions and financial, <laughs> you know, clout decision moves on whatever they release uh, frame for frame. I'm not one of those guys. I'm pretty much a fan of creativity and Black Panther stood out to me as a positive role model, but literally influenced a few of my characters in my book. Uh, the show slash movie, excuse me, came out in, what is that, like 2018? And so I had grown up my whole adult life without seeing a positive black image of a man other than a cop, a president, uh, you know, dressing in a suit and this, this, that, and the third but never to the point of someone taking him seriously as a superhero. And so in the movie, uh, also to be of note, you'll see Riri, crazy name for a character, I know, but check this, she's actually from a city and I, I'm actually assuming she's from Chicago or something like this, just an assumption, but she's a protege of Iron Man and she's black. So I read her first comic book and you know, her title I think it was around that time, like 2018, whenever all these things were releasing. And I, I'm aghast, you know what I'm saying, surprised by someone developing a character where it's a black woman, for one. Two, you're naming her a genius on par with Tony Stark. Like, that's some pretty outlandish, magnanimous, big boy ball shit. Like, <laughs> like it really pretty much solidifies how it's not just what people say on the internet and the comment sections and pretty much people troll a lot of different people about stuff but for originality you got to give marvel its chops and stan lee and whoever it was that created riri uh williams that that's really a nod in the right direction as far as how we view women period no misogynist bullshit, no feminist, this, this, that, the third. I'm an artist. I'm, my opinion changes all the time. But when it comes to something that's really, really good and a character that I've never seen before, I, I'm all for it. How often, how many women geniuses do you see in a comic book? So you'll definitely see her in the film. You'll definitely see Namor in the film as well. And to anybody else that doesn't know of Marvel history, he's pretty much the Mariner. And he's kind of like the version of mm, the Marvel version of, what's his face, Aquaman. Except he's really super evil and I think he may or may not be like, what do you call this? An offshoot of an X-Men or something like this? I'm very... A scale from 1 to 10, like, Super 7 on knowledge of Mariner or uh, Namor. But it's really good to see because I have seen him in the comic book series and I have seen what they're trying to do with the comic books. It's, it's really dope. Like, it's, the kids and the fans will be definitely surprised what the, I think the original writers for Black Panther 2 will come with and, and this is the time I'm not gonna kind of corner knuckle jerk anybody and like pull their leg and like super uh, sponsor Marvel and anything like this that that's not the case I'm really curious into the visuals that they bring 
I'm curious into the temperament that they bring, like the dialogue, and I'm super, super curious as to just how they further this story that they started with the Avengers. It's really dope. I'm, I'm curious. It's so many different levels to, you know, Marvel and how they're kind of like being storytellers, but then too, like trying to storytell on different aspects. And for me, I, I tell people this all the time, and so it doesn't get to this point where they're blue in the face, or pun intended, I'm myself. My story is influenced by all of these, you know, larger than life characters. I take bits and pieces from the things that I like, and then I change it for myself. It looks like I'm doing nothing uh, day to day, but I reassure you that um, an idle mind is something that I do not possess. Even in the looking of something, even in the observation of something, there's always something that I take from that and make a mental note. You don't necessarily, as a writer, have to do that. You don't even have to write every day. But to take this mental charge for yourself as almost a challenge, you know, to do certain things you haven't done before, to ask questions you haven't done before, to have a dialogue you haven't had before with someone you don't know, is kind of one of those things with being an artist that you don't have to do, but it does give a head nod for some sense of relevance in your speech, uh, some sense of, I guess, some credence. It gives some, some validity to what it is that you are standing behind. Uh, no one wants to listen to someone who hasn't experienced something. And obviously when someone has a conversation at a bar, they're speaking to someone through experience or they're shooting the shit about something alluding to experience. So for me, this experiencing vicariously through these television shows and through these cartoons uh, gives me that, you know, that wrinkle on my brain where I'm just like, ah, okay, I, I get that. Okay, I get this too. And then uh, I, I'm coming with more uh, characters and developing them more and making them more complex. It's always cool to give, you know, a, a, a hero a something or a protagonist or antagonist to be against. Something that they stand for. That's always revered. But to give an anti-hero something, you know, and give them some, not credence, but sense of purpose of life when the world is seemingly this perpetually advancing thing. I don't even explain to, you know what I'm saying, the readers what the cause of this mass uh, amnesia is. And so I just leave it as an open-ended thing or a mystery. And I always, I, I've, I'm standing by my words on that and I'm always, always going to do that, not explain it because human beings are so accustomed to knowing things and knowing everything and labeling them that the things that we don't know mystify us to no end. You know, it's either, there's no half-assing it. So I'm definitely going to leave that as an open-ended interpretation, but explain the hell out of everything else, from the settings, to the colors, to cosmically, to the dreamscapes, to everything conceivable that I did not explain will be explained. And I was thinking about this as far as uh, me and the last podcast that I, I shot. And I was like, well, I want to do this in that conversation. And I want T'Challa to influence this. 
But I also have another character, and before I get off this podcast, I want to tell people that I take characters, and once again, I repurpose. And so I write in my head, you know, it's because certain times I don't have the opportunity to write it down on paper, or it's just easier for me to remember that way versus me just going through and be like, hey, why did I write that note there? Always, as a writer, keep some form of communication that you can write things down a book, a phone, something, a notebook, anything, it always fucking helps. Because like I say, when you have those ideas, they're going to come back for to fruition. So like I'm saying, one as a writer and as a creative always has to adapt to what it is that's happening around them in their surrounding environment. So being a writer once again you solidify yourself and I was thinking I was like yo I got my character which is this you know meeting at this other plane other plane meaning as in this other you know existence or different from where uh, the characters originally began which was on the surface and so it's kind of like one of those things of them going inside the center of the earth but by comparison that is no comparison to this because the setting that I have is like the size of the sun and I am still versing that sheer size myself. So I had these characters and and I wanted to sit them down. There's so many different things, you know, that I don't talk about that happens in life socially for our entire, I guess, civilization-wise, you know, civilly, certain things that I omit because the rest of you know society has already talked about it to high heaven and back uh, to no end you know there's a true debate versus uh, a sense of lack of understanding so for me i wanted to you know have this character and he was a giant and he was explaining to the others why he did not want to go to war and the purpose of that and what it does to the soul you know what i'm saying like this is a hardened guy like you know, you can see the scars on his arm. You can see, you know, the pelts and things that he's killed and he's wearing. And there's nothing soft about him. But he's imploring, you know, the rest of them to high heaven and back. You know, to think about those decisions three times over, four times over, five times over before, you know. And, and I explain it and I'm still going through what it is that he explains. Like either through karma and dharma or something else and the the counter argument to that argument you know saying as to why someone would want to do something uh, had they or if they needed to make the decision so those are just uh, certain things and you could look at you know wakanda uh the second movie and definitely not see parallelisms between my own work but definitely in a social aspect and under that umbrella of understanding one as a writer has to give a head nod to someone that does this even if they're disney marvel like you gotta give your chops to and their flowers to people who deserve them so that's primarily where i'm at i'm done talking about t'challa out if anybody by request you know i'll you know bring him up again but it's definitely someone who if not in a movie you gotta go at least uh wikipedia him and, and look at a few of his <laughs> images on Google image search to see 
the difference because there is and many different artists many different writers have editions of different characters that's the point of having a comic book and when you do those interpretations then you get a more well-rounded character I believe because you get different perspectives hey man what do you think about this guy what would he do in this situation and you ask 10 people and instead of just oh well he's always been doing that that's what he looks like that's what he does it's not necessarily the case with uh, comic books so I'll come with some more stuff I'm not gonna talk about my personal life but I'm definitely gonna be watching Inuyasha tonight so uh, shouts out to anybody on the west coast uh, podcasters I'll be pretty much emailing uh, thank you to the subscribers keep hitting the subscribe button and uh, thank you so much peace peace